Our gospel reading today is in the book of Acts, and it's in the third chapter, and it reads like this. It says, One day Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer, at three in the afternoon. Now a man crippled from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those who were going to the temple courts. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him, as did John. And then Peter said, look at us. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. Then Peter said, silver or gold I do not have, but what I have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. When all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. The Gospel of the Spirit. So, we're continuing through Acts, and we've got a couple things happen in this part of the series. The Holy Spirit comes at Pentecost and empowers these people in the church to to be on God's mission. And they go out, and they've already had a, they, hey, all this stuff's going on, they're preaching, they preach to people. 3,000 people join the church in one day after Peter preaches preaches a sermon, Um, the church begins and is meeting together. Stuff we talked about last week, like what is the church? What does that mean? About how they, they prayed together and they encouraged each other and all these sort of really great things. And then the story kind of continues. Uh, and I, have a, I kind of have a, have a question. How many of you guys, one day this week, in this last seven days, you had an ordinary day? Like, like this is just straight up a normal day. I did. I had, I had days that were just, just normal. Like, I, I think of those as uh, something I'm not, I'm not, I don't really eat anymore, but a bologna sandwich day. Uh, you know, you have your, 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 your Wonder Bread, some mayo, some cheese and bologna, which is delicious. I wish it was good for me. And, and you, you make an ordinary bologna sandwich for an ordinary kind of day where you get up, you have your, your cup of coffee, you, go, you should have eaten breakfast, but you didn't. You, you go to work. You do your thing at work, um, which for some of us is, is, is more normal than others. I work at a homeless shelter my days, although ordinary, ordinary is weird at my job. And <laughs> you go through your day, you go home, you, you make dinner, you watch, you binge watch something on Netflix till you fall asleep, um, and you get up and you do it again. We have ordinary days. We really do. We all have ordinary, normal days. And that, that's okay. Sometimes we have unusual days. Those can be good. They can be bad. Maybe, maybe you had a day where you get, you get to go to, what's something exciting in Pittsburgh? Kennywood. You have a good day. You get to go do something fun. You have an unusual but really good day. Sometimes we have unusual days that are bad. Your tire explodes. Your... Uh, your, your house has something horrible happen to it. You know, we, have, we have bad days, we have good days, but there's, there's definitely ordinary days as well. And so today we're looking at this passage in Acts where Peter's kind of going about his business. An ordinary day and some extraordinary things happen. So my first thought as we, as we kind of travel through this passage is that God empowers us for mission 
unexpectedly. God empowers us for mission unexpectedly. So as, as believers, we have the Holy Spirit inside of us. We have the empowering of God's Spirit. But when that happens, when we act on that, is often at unexpected times. And so oftentimes, it's at ordinary, normal days where the Spirit empowers us on the mission that God put us on earth for. It's ordinary days at ordinary times. Acts 3.1, it started one day, Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer at three in the afternoon. And so we kind of jumped a little bit in Acts. So they, we, Pentecost happened, the Holy Spirit filled the church, he preached, 3,000 people joined the church, and we have a, a little gap. But that last passage talked about how, and the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. So now days and weeks and time is passing. And it's sometimes it's hard to tell that when you're reading through Acts. It just seems like, hey, it happens, it happens, it happens, it happens. Because Luke's telling us a story. And when you tell a story, you watch a movie, they cut out the boring parts where normal things are happening. But this is kind of an ordinary day. This is something they would have done all the time. They went up to the temple at the time of prayer at three in the afternoon. It's something they would have commonly done. It was normal. And something unusual happens. So they go at an ordinary time to a place that they were normally at. So that going to the temple for them, living in Jerusalem, wasn't unusual. You went to the temple for prayer if you were near the temple. It was something they, they normally did. And so at an ordinary time, at three in the afternoon, three in the afternoon is a pretty ordinary time. Not a whole lot exciting happens at three. You've had lunch already. You've gone back to whatever you were doing. You're probably kind of in a food coma. And, and three is a very ordinary time. It's not that close to the end of the day. It, it, it's normal, boring. And they went to somewhere where they, they usually were. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't a, a, an abnormal thing for them to be there. And then interestingly enough, it's actually with someone they saw all the time. Because it says, now a man crippled from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. Ordinary time, place they were at all the time, with someone they saw all the time. So they would have passed this guy. Every day it says they took him here to beg from the people who were going into the temple. Someone they saw all the time. We see people all the time in different places, with different areas of need, and it's real easy in our brains to filter those people out. And people who, who, have, who are having a hard time or look a little rough around the edges, and we can just, we, mentally we just write those people off, and you know, they're just a bum anyway. Uh, well, you know, I can't really do anything to help this guy. So all these ordinary things are happening, but the truth is that God empowers us for mission unexpectedly. God comes unexpectedly and, and says, hey, you, you're not paying attention to what I'm doing around you. Because in this ordinary time, I want you to do something that's not ordinary. I want you to step out of your normal day. I want you to step out of your routine and realize that I put you on earth to be on my mission. And my mission is right here in front of you. And so Peter and John begin to, to act. And so what's interesting is, is we get empowered for mission at unexpected times, and then we get empowered to do unexpected things. 
We often, God tells us to do something that isn't exactly within our normal plan. Within our normal, hey, I'd be comfortable with doing this, but not that. God usually leans toward the thing that you're not comfortable with. And we, we see that here, that God empowers us to do unexpected things. People have both needs and wants in life. I want an Xbox One and a PS4. I'm a nerd. I've come to terms with that. <laughs> Amen. And, uh, <laughs> and I want those things. I have a Wii U, which I love, but I'd like all of them. I like to have all the video game systems. That is a want. It is not a, a need, as my wife has told me. And people ha- have needs and wants. And so Peter, he see, it's verse 3. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Which seems like a need. You know, from the perspective of this guy, that's his need. Uh, he th- he's like, hey, I'm crippled. I have no way to make an income. Uh, this is uh, 2,000 years ago. Rest assured, there's no social security disability. There's no, there's no welfare. There's no nothing for this guy to fall back on. Uh, he's crippled, and his friends, what they do is they, they take him here to beg. And so he sees it as, as a need. But God often empowers us to meet needs. But the thing is, God sees more than what we see. And here, interestingly enough, it says, Then Peter said, Silver or gold I do not have, but what I have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. Well, that's a big deal. (laughs) God sees things that we don't. We think we need something, but God knows what we actually need need. Sometimes, sometimes we think we need stuff, and God's like, no, what you really need is for me to fix something inside of you, or fix your brokenness, or, you know, what, what you really need is you need healing, or you really need uh, to be able to stop doing that thing, or this or that. And so this guy had a, had a need that was actually a want. He wanted money, but Jesus knew that he needed healing so that he could get on with his life and whatever God had called him to be. And I love this also when Peter's like, hey, I don't have money. And I think it's interesting to see that God never really expects us to give what we don't have. And so we go into our lives in our ordinary days and we see people with needs and we think, I don't have what I need to help this person. This person has needs, but I don't have have it. But when God tells us to, to reach out to somebody who is, is hurting or lost or, or, or poor or whatever it is, God doesn't expect us to give what we don't have. Instead, God empowers us to give things that he has. Or God says, hey, you know what? You have this, give it. And so they don't have this. Peter's just blunt. I don't have money, but what I do have, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Sometimes we, we don't have a lot of money, but we do have some food we could give someone, or we can pray for someone, or we can care about someone who no one else is t- was willing to interact with or care about. And because we're, we're not expected to give what we don't have, but God will often give us stuff to give away. God will give us stuff to give away. He'll put something in our heart that we can speak to someone. Sometimes God will bless us with physical things so that we can bless other people. Uh, We're stewards of what God gives us, but God doesn't expect us to give what we we don't have. 
And so God empowers us on mission to do unexpected things. On an ordinary day, God's going to put you on mission to do extraordinary things. God's going to empower you to do things that you could not have possibly done on your own. And what's amazing about this is we, we really get unexpected results from this. If we're willing to look on our ordinary days and to find the extraordinary things that God is empowering us to do, we're going to find that God does things that are bigger and, and crazier than we expect. And it says, when all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. God can do things that we can't possibly do. He can get results that we can't possibly get. As a church, we're called to be empowered by the Holy Spirit so that we can live on the mission that God's given us. God's given us the mission to go out to every tribe, tongue, and people and to preach the gospel and to tell them about Jesus. And he's plunked us into this community to do that. He's plunked us in this community to be a part of changing the city and changing the world with the gospel And we can do unexpected things in that when we're empowered by His Spirit in very ordinary times and ways. And we can get unexpected results. We can reach people that we wouldn't have expected to reach. We can love people that people wouldn't expect us to love. We can do incredible, extraordinary things by the power of His Spirit. It's not us. It's not us doing ordinary things in, or, in unexpected ways, it's because we're empowered. This is the what we had through Acts here. It, all of this is happening because at Pentecost they were empowered by God's Spirit. God's Spirit empowers us to do things. We don't do it on our own. We get unexpected results and we do unexpected things in very ordinary days because we're empowered by God's Spirit on mission. Would you pray with me? God, I pray that once again, we would allow ourselves to listen to your spirit when he knocks on our hearts, that we would look for your opportunities on ordinary days for your spirit to do extraordinary things so that we can see extraordinary results in our community. God, I pray that you would open our eyes to those who are hurting and lost without you in our communities, in our day-to-day lives. God, that we wouldn't allow people to be invisible. We wouldn't allow people just to become part of the background. But we would see people with the same eyes that you did, Jesus. That we would have compassion on the hurting. We'd have compassion on the unlovable. God, and that we would be willing to step out to allow you to work through us, knowing that you're not going to call us to ever give away something that we don't have, but instead you're going to empower us and give us what we need to to reach people. And you're going to give us what we need to help people. God, that what you give us is sufficient for the mission that you've called us to. Help us to see the opportunities that your spirit gives us to change our community, to change this city, and to change the world. God, I pray today that each of us, once again, would take steps of faith To say, today is a day where I'm going to be more like you, Jesus. That I would, that today's going to be a day where I take the step of faith and say, Spirit, empower me to do whatever it is I'm supposed to do on mission, on my ordinary, normal days. And God, for some of us, maybe that's the day to take that first step of faith. And to say, Jesus, today, 
Today I believe. I believe that you're God's son. I believe that you died for me on the cross, that you were raised from the dead. I believe that you ascended to heaven, that you're still alive today. And today I, I declare that you are my Lord and my God. Today can be a day where you take that first step of faith where you become a Christian. You say, today, Jesus, I believe these things, even if I don't understand all of it. So God, whatever that step of faith each of us is deciding to take today, I pray that as we head to your table, as we remember that your body was broken on the cross, that your blood was spilled on the cross, that remembering your sacrifice would challenge us to be empowered by your spirit and to sacrifice our lives to serve your mission. It's in your name we pray these things, Jesus. Amen.